Hello everyone, today we talk about the NFC North and the overview as we go into Rookie Minicamp. Welcome back everyone to the Bullet Pass Podcast, I am your host Drake Rick, and today, the NFC North. We're going to start out with Green Bay Packers, who obviously won the division last year, uh, Green Bay, of course, the whole Aaron Rodgers uh, situation, definitely not great. And I, I am I am convinced that, you know, Aaron Rodgers sitting back on his lawn chair, doesn't even care what's going on right now. Nothing that's happening in Green Bay really depends on his fate. I think he's OK with retiring. And I think he's OK with not playing. Now, obviously, he could get fined if he doesn't go to practice and, you know, that whole thing, but I don't think anything's going to change how Aaron Rodgers feels. And uh, when we look at the rookies here, uh, I know one of the undrafted rookies that uh, was signed, and he will be, and he is in minicamp, uh, the full minicamp uh, roster. And I mean, here we've got the draft picks, of course. Uh, you know, they pick Amari Rodgers. They pick Eric Stokes. Um, Amari Rodgers was probably their best pick, I would say. Uh, Josh Myers was a reach. Uh, Eric Stokes was a reach, in my opinion. Uh, it was, They also picked... It was a great pick to get Kylan Hill. Um, especially since, you know, he's gonna... You know, he's a late-round pick, so it's fine. Uh, and then we got their undrafted rookies. Uh, I personally know Jack Heflin, um, and that's probably the uh, Christian Upoff uh, was a good pickup there. Uh, they've got they picked up a bunch of old linemen, um, and then a bunch of future contracts players. I'm really curious to see what Heflin do. Jack Heflin does obviously out of Iowa. Um, he was kind of you know taking up double teams, and you know, just sort of being the meat in the middle there uh, to let everybody else uh, do what they can. Uh, but the Josh Myers pick, it was definitely a reach. I felt like he would have been like a third, fourth round pick, and they picked him in the second round. Um, Eric Stokes, I mean, yeah, he had a pretty good 40, obviously, but um, I didn't think that he should have been a first round pick when... I mean, I feel like there are bigger needs in corner for the Packers. I know they got shredded uh, by Tampa Bay uh, in that NFC Championship game, but um, the more important thing is, you know, to get Aaron Rodgers a receiver, and that's really what they didn't do. Uh, I know that Elijah Moore was still on the board. Elijah Moore would have been a perfect, perfect pairing with Devontae Adams, and it didn't happen. Um you know, there's there's some other guys uh, that I can't really point out right now at that time. Uh, really hard to look back on the draft. It's been a while now. But yeah, I mean, again, another not very good draft by the Packers. And this is something that's kind of happened ever since, you know, last year. Uh, when they drafted Jordan Love and they drafted A.J. Dillon and they're not, and, they're, and they failed to even give him an opportunity after 
paying so much money to Aaron Jones. Um, so it's, it's, it, I can understand if you're a Packers fan, you could be very frustrated. And Aaron Rodgers, if you could also be very frustrated because he has not been given the help that, you know, he could use. You know, he did, they're not, it's like they want to give Aaron every reason for him to leave, and they have. Um, doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, I've, I've, I really had a lot of questions about this front office, and I thought they drafted well in 2019, like the year before. Uh, I liked the uh, – I will say I, I did not like the Rashawn Gary pick whatsoever. Uh, I thought it was an incredible reach, and it, uh, he has a he had an incredibly low floor, a high ceiling, but an incredibly low floor, and his bust factor was so high. And, but I mean, I like the Darnell Savage pick, even though a lot of people looked at him as a second round guy. I actually liked Darnell Savage a lot. Best, uh, best single high safety, you know, free safety in the, in the draft then. And, um, they drafted some other guys that I also really liked, but I mean, they haven't drafted well in these past two years and that could really come back. To bite you they drafted two backups last year and then they overdraft on a center who they don't even know if he's gonna actually play he, he's gonna start uh they still have elton jenkins on the offensive line david bakhtiari will be out uh for some time this year and uh you know cory lindsley's gone so that uh, offensive line desperately needs help and they could have selected, you know, a guy like Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey would have been a nice pick for them in the second round. Like, you can't, you got to look at these. I mean, I get that, you know, you got to, it's their scheme fit. But if it's going to be a scheme fit, then you trade back and get the value out of that pick. So, um, that's, I mean, the Packers are kind of feeling, I mean, this is one of the premier franchises in the league. And they're failing to... live up to that expectation they're failing to live up to the expectation and uh they've looked by like a completely different franchise uh as in terms of you know acquiring pieces and all that stuff they in free agency a couple years ago they did really well too they got adrian amos they got zadarius smith they got preston smith they got these guys to come in and be a part of a i mean they, they built a top 10 defense in like in like a two-year turnaround. But now Aaron Rodgers is mad, and that kind of resets your time clock if if, if he uh, decides not to return. Uh, you know, you drafted a, a quarterback. I'm going to go back to this quarterback thing, Jordan Love. You drafted a guy, and, he's, and you, you're you not confident whatsoever that he's ready. And you drafted in the first round last year. That's also scary. <laughs> it, it's starting to feel like a waste of a first-round pick on Jordan Love. It really is. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they flipped Jordan Love for somebody because they they signed Blake Bortles and they and they uh, they get uh, someone they of course they get you know Jordan Love in there and they sign another another quarterback uh, in a name that I already forget and uh, probably shouldn't have to know. Um, but when we look at the positives here, 
you know, the Packers offense, I mean, it's it's it was very potent last year. It was, in my opinion, the best offense. It was really hard to defend last year. Um, the only defense that I saw successfully defend the Packers was the Buccaneers, and they did it well. And uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't have very much time, and part, due, part of that was due to David Bakhtiari being out. Uh, but... When you look at Devontae Adams and you look at Aaron Jones still being there, the offensive line, uh, it, it's, it's, it's young, but it can improve. Uh, you know, David Bakhtiari again, out. Um, but they have, uh, you know, if Aaron Rodgers is back, that makes, I don't see how the offense could take a huge hit. Um because, you know, Aaron Rodgers would still be there and Devontae Adams would still be there. And, uh, you know, A.J. Dillon did co co contribute. And, you know, they still got all those receivers that they there at, as they did last year. So, uh, Valdez, Scantling, uh, Alan Lazard. I mean, who knows if those guys would even make a roster if Aaron Rodgers wasn't uh, there. But that's... That, that cast was what made the offense so good or was part of an offense that was so good last year. So it's good that they're still there. The defense, I don't think the defense would regress either. Uh, regress too much either. If, uh, you know, a change in defensive coordinator, obviously, which could be good for them. Um, you know, they get some corners in there as well. Uh, you know, they bring back Kevin King, but they also bring back a younger corner, and they still got Josh Jackson, and of course, you know, that's a deep corner room. Um, and, but they, of course, they did, what are they going to do, a linebacker? We don't know. Uh, you know, that middle of the field's kind of, really, it's kind of scary. Uh, but man, the the, ed, the pass rush is still there with Zedarius Smith, with Preston Smith. Uh, you know, hopefully Rajon Gary can flourish uh, as as they like. I mean, Kenny Clark, man, he is probably the best defender uh, on the Packers and also in the NFL, man. He is a, I'm convinced that he is a top three uh, in, interior defensive lineman in the league. Uh, he has been absolutely ferocious. Uh and of course, they have Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos back there. So it's still a formidable defense uh, for the Packers. So looking into it, I mean, as far as, you know, Aaron goes, if Aaron's not there, then the, you could look at a, a major regression for the Packers. Um, if he is there, then I think you won't see much of a regression. Uh, I could be wrong about that, too. <laughs> uh, we... I, I really don't see major regression if uh, Aaron it comes back in place. So, but they got to figure out they got to figure out how to draft. That's that's kind of my issue here. Uh, so yeah. Now we go on to the Lions, and the Lions, of course, had a pretty good draft, a, a, a opposite of. The Packers, and as we see here, uh, 
when we look and go into minicamp, we're going to look at all of the undrafted, all the undrafted rookies, and all of the drafted rookies as well. You know, every single one. Uh, so when we look at their first pick, Panay Sewell, absolutely amazing pick by them. And I don't think I don't think Panay Sewell showed up for rookie minicamp though. So that is something interesting. They drafted Drake Jackson, an O-lineman out of Kentucky, which I thought was a pretty good pick. I thought it was a great pick that they uh, – Amon Ross St. Brown, a, a phenomenal pick in the fourth. Uh, they signed Sage Surratt in uh, undrafted free agency. Levi Onwuzurike I liked as well. William McNeil, same thing. They're trying to get that uh, middle of the defense uh, a formidable – middle of the defense back again, which uh, I like that a lot. Tommy Kramer, O-line, I love that as well. Uh, so they got some studs on that O-line. That O-line is going to be one of the best in the NFL, I can tell you right now. I love Frank Ragnow. I th I'm convinced that he is a top three center in the league. Uh, I don't think that's a question. Uh, it could be Lindsley. It could be Kelsey. And then it could be... Um, Ragnow. Now, I could be missing someone, but man, he deserved that contract extension. Um, so I'm super happy about that. Uh, and you know, Jared Goff, he, he needs a clean pocket to throw, and he's going to have a clean pocket. Now, when the receivers that he has, you know, that's a different story. Uh, but uh, again, Amon Ross St. Brown, great pick. Uh, Sage Surratt, great uh, sign it, sign, signing. I can't talk. Tyrell Williams. He came over this offseason. Great. So, you know, no prime number one guy. But again, I mean, that's a, a decent group of receivers. I mean, it's not absolutely garbage. I I don't I wouldn't think so. Ooh, well. So you get Panesul in there, you get Taylor Decker, you got Frank Ragnow, you got some guys in there. And uh, what I wonder, and they got Jamar Jeff Jefferson in there too, but I wonder, they've got DeAndre Swift back there. They've got TJ Hawkinson. They've got some dudes there. How is that offense going to look now that uh, Dan Campbell's there? And... I, I, I really, they have a lot of faith in Jared Goff, and I really don't know if if they are really, they really want to look at the quarterback class next year. I think they really want to go with Jared Goff moving forward. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe they just want to sound like that, just to, you know, sound like, hey, Jared, you know, we like you here. We don't want you to be miserable. Just go out there and play. Now, that, that could be, that could be the thing that they're really looking at, and I wouldn't, I would not, uh, be surprised uh with that at all but yeah i mean it, it's interesting how they uh, address, uh look at that situation um now we go on the defensive side of the ball they had they have some they have some dudes um they didn't really draft much defense i would say it which was fine because i mean 
maybe Dan Campbell really thinks that he can, I mean, I think Dan Campbell really just wanted to shore up that middle of the defense. He's like, we need to stop the run, get Levi Onwuzurike, get Aline McNeil, and let's let's go do this thing. They have Trey Flowers on the edge, who I think he has regressed a lot ever since he got that contract, which is kind of sad, but hey, what can he do with that? Um, but he's still a fairly solid uh, edge rusher. Um, and when you look at, you know, the corner that they drafted in the top three last year, um, and Jeff Okuda, don't really have any safeties that I like and their linebackers. I mean, Jared Davis is gone. Uh, I don't even know if Jamie Collins is there anymore. Uh, I didn't really look at the Lions roster much, but I don't really think that that defense is going to that defense is not going to do good it is not and some people actually have faith that they could like finish third in the division over uh the bears i i, I have no reason why people think that at all i mean they drafted good and they 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 you know of course they lost their like two best receivers in their uh, quarterback their franchise quarterback uh but people think they got really like better after this draft, and I'm, I'm telling like, the Lions are going to be one of the worst teams in the in the league this year. But again, good draft, not a great roster. They still need to build a lot, and um, we'll see what Jared Goff does. It's going to be a good offensive line, but I mean Jared Goff. With no one, no legit number one, and a not very good defense, it kind of worries me. Uh, and I don't think they're going to be very good. Uh, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. They they don't care if they're good or bad. They just want their young guys to go out there and kind of develop. And uh, this is they're going to embrace this rebuild. And they hope that Dan Campbell can, you know, put some life into this roster, change the culture. Like, I believe he can. I'm a big believer in Dan Campbell. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but give this give this Lions team another year or two. And I think they'll be uh, pretty, pretty good. Uh, I, they've drafted well. And I wouldn't put it past them to build a really good roster here within the next couple of years. Man, I loved the Vikings draft. I, I loved it. Uh, you know, Christian Dar saw in the first. Uh, you know, Kellen Mond in the third. Chaz Surratt, Wyatt Davis. You know, Patrick Jones. You know, Jalen Twyman. I, I was a big guy on Jalen Twyman. I was a big I was a, I'm a big Jalen Twyman guy, and I love Patrick Jones both from Pitt. Uh, both are going to make a big impact, and that defense is already stacked. I mean, that defense really did not do good, but the defense was also injured. Uh, and they and they go out and get their left tackle, uh, and they, you know they got Bradbury, they got O'Neal on that line as well. So that outline is actually starting to be look really good now. 
really good. Um, you know, they got this, they got their, you know, their guard, their, or, or if they need him to be their center, he can be their center and on the interior. And then they got their two guys on each side of the line. So that line is looking really nice. Going to open up lanes for Dallin Cook, and he's going to be even more explosive. You know, Kirk Cousins coming in, he, I mean, second half of the season, he was really good. So I wouldn't take the Kirk Cousins away from him. And, of course, Adam Thielen, just, Justin Jefferson. This team is primed to win the division next year, and I would not put it past them to win the division Uh because I believe they can. I mean, when you look at the, I mean, when you look at the roster, the the, the draft they had, and and who they added in free agency. I mean, Patrick Peterson at corner. Uh, you know, they have Jeff Gladney, they have Cameron Dantzler. I mean, all of these guys performed at corner. I mean, they're all really good. Uh, I would say Cam Dantzler and Patrick Peterson are good corners. Now we'll see about Jeff Gladney, but. Man, the Vikings, I mean, they have Harrison Smith out of the back. Um, out of that back back of defense, of course, Eric Kendricks. Um, I have no idea what happened to Anthony Barr. I think he's still on the team. Uh, yeah, he's on the team. Eric Kendricks is also on the team. Anthony Barr, I think he's overrated, but... This this defense is looking real real nice, and of course Michael Pierce as well. And I, f I forget they also they also have Dalvin Tomlinson there. So again, the interior D line. I mean, they have Daniel Hunter coming back as well. They have these guys that are gonna be really uh, Patrick Jones, Daniel Hunter duo. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see that. Again, Michael Pierce, Dalvin Tomlinson in the middle, and then, of course they got Harrison Smith in the back of that defense, and Eric Kendricks roaming the middle, um, and of course Cameron Dantzler, Patrick Peterson at corner. That defense is looking really good. Again, Justin Jefferson, uh, Adam Thielen at receiver. That offensive line is getting way better with Dara Saw. Um, again, Dalvin Cook in the backfield. Um, you know, again. They did lose Kyle Rudolph, but their their Irv Smith is going to come in. There's their second round pick a couple years ago, and he I think he's going to be really good for them. Alabama tight end. Um, so yeah, I mean the Vikings they are I think they're primed to win that division. Uh, the Kellen Mond pick is interesting to me. Uh, I think he's a guy that they'll groom. I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to come in right away. And take Kirk Cousins' job, of course. Uh, he could, he could be, he could be the starter. Uh, but he's 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 going to be QB two for them right away. Kellen Mond is so. Again, he could be, he could be the starter in a couple of years uh, when they if they decide to uh, not pay Kirk Kirk Cousins or if Kirk Cousins fails to fails to uh, compete. Um, then Kirk Kellen could come in. I Kellen uh, was one of the quarterbacks that, uh, you know, out of outside of the top five quarterbacks that really had the potential to uh, be a starting quarterback. Um, it, it was still surprising to see the Vikings take him, but, uh, it seemed less surprising that 
now after the reports came out that they that they were going to take Justin Fields if he fell to them at 14. Which is interesting because, I mean, I don't know if that rep, report is really true because if they were going to pick Justin, I mean, yeah, Justin Fields at 14, they could have just traded up like a little bit and it wouldn't have taken much. You know what I mean? At like a third rounder at most to maybe move up a little bit and take him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Vikings primed to win that division would not put it past them again. Uh, yeah, great draft, great off season overall. Uh, I think the Vikings could compete for a top spot in the NFC playoffs. Now the Bears are the wild card. You could you could argue it could be the Packers, but I'm gonna go with the Bears. The Bears are the wild card in this in this division. You really do not know how this team will do in this division. You they could go five and twelve. They could go seven and ten. They could go ten and seven. It all depends on who's starting a quarterback. Now, when we look at their draft, Justin Fields in the first round, everybody allotted the Bears for making that move to trade up nine spots to get Justin Fields, who has the pot potential to be a an absolute superstar quarterback. The first that the Bears have ever had in modern history. Um... In the second, they drafted. I mean, they they drafted Tevin Jenkins. They traded up. I think, what was it, 10, 15 spots, something like that, to get Tevin Jenkins, uh, their franchise left tackle. It seems uh, they want to move him to left tackle. They believe he can play a left tackle. That remains to be seen. Uh, I honestly didn't look at his left tackle take at. Uh, Oklahoma State, he, he could have played really well. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him, but, I mean, his primary position is right tackle, so I think the Bears really have to be careful there. Uh, they didn't have a third-round pick. They didn't have a fourth-round pick. In the fifth round, they took Larry Borum, who, I mean, he, he's a tackle, and, you know, maybe they hope he could start at right tackle at some point down the line. Uh, he's a nasty guy, um, Has can really contribute to the run game. Um, he didn't give up any pressures against, uh, Alabama when he faced them. Uh, so, I mean, we'll see what he does. I really don't know if he's going to suck or if he doesn't, if, or anything like that. Cause he's a fifth round pick. One guy who I don't think will suck because he's a sixth round pick though, is Khalil Herbert. Uh, this guy, I mean, I'm not sure why the bears would draft a fourth string running back but I think that I think the Bears are going to put Tariq Cohen in the slot a lot um because they don't really have that primary slot guy uh but when they when you look at their uh you know running backs David Montgomery Tariq Cohen Damian Williams Khalil Herbert Khalil Her Herbert is at outside zone running back so i could definitely see why they drafted him 
But when you already have Damian Williams, who can be the outside zone guy, it's interesting. It's interesting to me. I mean, it gives you more speed at the position that you probably needed. I mean, David Montgomery, uh, no no disrespect to him, but he's not the fastest running back out there. Uh, so you're probably going to have to put that speed in. You know, Tariq Cohen coming back is so huge. Because everybody seems to forget that he was out for most of last year. Now we go to uh, Daz Newsom being picked in the sixth round. That was a great pick by the Bears, in my opinion. Uh, you get a guy who can make an impact right away in the sixth round. Uh, he can return punts for you. Uh, in the Bears, uh, or kicks. And the Bears needed a kick returner, of course. This guy is Carol, the new Cordell Patterson for, for them. Uh, you can think about it like that. Uh, he can make guys miss. Now, people will question his speed because it's a four-yard dash. Look at the look at the tape, guys. He's his he's faster than a four-six. He's way faster than that. Now, we look at Thomas Graham, who, in PFF's opinion, was a, a phenomenal pick. He was a third-round guy in their eyes. So, I mean, I'll take it. I didn't know much about Thomas Graham, but. I heard that, you know, he had a phenomenal season the year before he opted out uh, with Oregon. And he's a, he's a guy that makes plays on the ball, and he's, and he's a sticky guy. Um, and he could, be the, he could be the slot guy for the Bears uh, that they've been desperately looking for ever since, uh, you know, uh, Bryce Callahan left. And Buster Screen was a, a, a terrible, terribly uh, failed experiment. But ESPN says that right here, they're uh, going to put Jermaine Effetti at right tackle and Tevin Jenkins at left tackle. And from what I've heard, Juan Castillo, offensive line coach, he wouldn't be surprised if Jermaine Effetti went to the Pro Bowl as a right tackle. And I thought that was interesting because, again, like I don't like I don't like Jermaine Effetti at right tackle. I think he's too small. So that's that's kind of my issue there. I, I that's why I'm kind of like have an issue with Juan Castillo saying that. But I mean, whatever. They've got Arlington Ham right there. They've got Alex Bars. Sam Mustafer is going to start at center, and James Daniels and Cody Whitehair is going to going to start at uh, both guard positions, and then it's going to be Tevin Jenkins at left tackle. So that offensive lineup is looking a lot better than it was. Uh, Past couple of seasons, I mean, I don't know why they got rid of Leno. <laughs> I th I think, I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I think Leno, getting rid of Leno was so dumb by them, but. Oh, well, he's with the Washington football team now. Uh, but those were all the picks for the Bears. Uh, that's been looking at the offense. We know what the defense is going to do. Uh, Khalil Mack, Eddie Jackson, uh. Desmond Trufant now, uh, Jalen Johnson. I really hope that Desmond Trufant doesn't get injured because when he's not injured, he's actually a pretty dang good corner. Um, so hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, he's not going to be Kyle Fuller good, but he's still going to be pretty good. Uh, and hopefully Jalen Johnson can take another step up like I believe he can. Um, uh, Danny Trevathan, like seriously, screw you. I don't even know why you're starting anymore. Uh, we need to get like guys like Joel EA Booneyway and guys like uh, Christian Jones. Yeah, we re-signed Christian Jones back too. And you know, I actually liked the Jeremiah Tauchu signing, a, a good depth guy to you know 
uh, you know, he could really just overtake Robert Quinn starting job uh, as a as a South uh, linebacker. You know, the South uh, edge rusher uh, would not be surprised if Jeremiah Tauchu took overtook that position. Travis Gibson's been a disappointment at the edge as, as well. Uh, they drafted Kyrus Tonga in the second, which I actually really liked a lot. I mean, in the seventh, which I actually really liked a lot. Uh, dude's got a power. He showed flashes as a pass rusher, uh, but he's going to do good in the run game. And, you know, they re they signed Angel Blackson. They re-signed Mario Edwards. So that D-line is still very deep. They they signed uh, Charles Snowden as an undrafted free agent. He's a freak athlete as well. Trey Roberson at corner, Kendall Vildor already start suddenly like it's a pretty deep corner uh, room there. Artie Burns, Kendall Vildor, Trey Roberson. I mean, Kendall Vildor could just come in right away and be the starting nickel. Wouldn't be surprised there. And of course, Duke Shelley. Uh, we'll see what again. Thomas Graham's going to be in there as well. Uh, safety. Is interesting. DeAndre Houston Carson could be there. Tashawn Gibson. Uh, Deion Bush is still going to be there. Jordan Lucas. We haven't seen much of Jordan Lucas really. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but behind Danny Trevathan is Joel E.A. Booneyway. And then it's Caleb Johnson. The middle linebacker is kind of an issue and they need to fix that. Uh, but hey, I'm I'm really uh, it's 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 gonna be interesting. I this roster makes you look like the defense on paper is just like we we, we can't forget about Roquan Smith by the way, Bilal Nichols, Akeem Hicks, those all those guys, Tashawn Gibson, all those guys. I mean, guys like Tashawn. I mean, of course you got your big names like Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, Bilal Nichols, Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, but then you got guys that are just old and they're declining. Like Danny Trevathan, Robert Quinn, Tashawn Gibson, and Desmond Trufant. Like, they're kind of wild cards where you're just like, they could have a out-of-the-blue good season, or they could just be really average, you know? And that's that's kind of an issue with that. And Danny Trevathan, I'm really afraid that he's going to take a big hit, and he's going to be one of the worst starting middle linebackers in the entire league. I'm really, really uh concerned about that I'm really concerned about no linebacker position not because of Roquan Smith we all know Roquan Smith is an absolute beast uh he was second in solo tackles last year I'm not worried about Roquan Smith but Danny Trevathan worries me so much I'm speaking so much about the Bears that I sh I should not be giving them this much attention but I am um yeah, I'm really concerned about Danger Trevathan and Sean Gibson. I mean, it, I'm glad that the Bears re-signed their uh, free safety. I mean, strong strong safety for a second season. Uh, so it's been a kind of a revolving door, but they need to get a long-term guy, a strong safety, um, long-term guy at free safety, Eddie Jackson. Uh, I'm not worried about Eddie Jackson. And, you know, we new defense coordinator as well who uh, has his Fangioisms, but yeah, more depth on offensive line, uh, more depth in the defensive line, which is good. So uh, they're trying to control the line of scrimmage uh, with depth. So that's that's uh, really good. 
we can't forget about Darnell Moody or Anthony Miller, I guess. Uh, Damian Williams, of course. It's, it's going to be interesting. 